The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A grand jury investigation into the Loudoun County School District's handling of two sexual assaults is moving forward. While the gender identity of the accused student is unclear, the assaults have been swept up into the political debate about transgender student bathroom policies. And as Megan Pauley reports, an unrelated transgender student's records were subpoenaed by the Attorney General's office as part of the investigation. In May, a school district attorney sent a letter to the family saying their child was among several unrelated students whose records came up in the grand jury's search. This young person had nothing to do with the case, knew no one involved. That's Chris Candace Tuck with Equality Loudon, who has been in touch with this student's family. Tuck says that according to the family's attorney, the documents were caught up in a search for records related to the term transgender policy. In an email to VPM News, a spokesperson for the attorney general's office wrote that it is incorrect to assume that any records are unrelated to the investigation. Due to intense public backlash to the AG's records request, Tuck says the subpoena for this student's records was dropped. Megan Pauley, VPM News. Bomb threats prompted evacuations and police investigations at multiple college campuses around Hampton Roads yesterday. Regent University, Norfolk State, and Tidewater Community College's Chesapeake location all received threats late Tuesday morning. At TCC, the threat referenced a bomb in a backpack left at the campus. Police and fire personnel searched all three campuses and found no bombs at any of them. Hollywood Cemetery in Richmond, which is the final resting place for thousands of Confederate soldiers and leaders, has banned the display of Confederate flags. According to the Virginia Mercury, the cemetery adopted a ban on the flags amid racial justice protests in 2020, but did not publicize the move. The official policy states the ban came as part of an effort to protect and preserve the cemetery's grounds. A spokesperson for the cemetery confirmed the ban, but said that the policy was not temporary or permanent. A group of local veterans wants to build a monument in Newport News to remember the 201 Virginians who died during military operations in Iraq. Paul Bebo from partner station WHRO has more. Mark Shockley says everyone dies, twice. The second death is when you stop talking about that individual, about their legacy. And I don't want to be that person who does that. I want to remember everything. Shockley is the chair of a nonprofit trying to build a monument to Virginians who died while serving in Iraq. They're counting casualties from Desert Storm in 1990 through the invasion, more than a decade later. The group wants to build it in Huntington Park next to a Vietnam War monument. Someday they hope to build memorials for Virginians who died in Afghanistan and other modern U.S. military conflicts. That was Paul Bebo reporting. A summer enrichment program in Rockbridge County just completed its pilot run with bilingual elementary and middle school students. Randy B. Hagee from partner station WMRA reports. 
Watch your head! A small group of students and teachers trekked along a wooded trail in the Boxerwood Nature Center on the outskirts of Lexington early in July. They were on the hunt for nooks and crannies near the trail where they could place the alebrijes they had made. Okay, we better run. We better catch up. Alebrijes are brightly colored, outlandish animal figures made out of paper mache or wood that have become a staple of Mexican folk art in the last century. These kids, as part of the summer enrichment program called Programa Sol, made their own magical creatures out of pine cones, leaves, vines, googly eyes, and paint. One student, Rosal, told me about his. It's like a snake and a bird, and it lives in the woods. What's its name? Uh, snaker. Getting out in nature and learning about different cultural traditions were just two of the goals of Programa Sol. We're really focused on bilingual literacy. For some of our students, that's in English and Spanish, and for others, that's in English and Chinese. Jane Reno directs the program. She's also a visiting assistant professor of Spanish at Washington and Lee University. Our goal is to really get to a place where this diversity in the county is recognized and, and appreciated because I think, you know, there's so much to offer with these different cultural backgrounds and languages. All of these students are enrolled in public schools in Rockbridge County, where more than 91% of residents are white, a little more than 2% are Latino or Hispanic, and less than 1% are Asian, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. In the context of our rural county, you know, there's not a critical mass of folks that look like them and talk like them and come from similar cultural backgrounds. So the goal was for them to be working with Washington and Lee students who identify as Latinx or Latine so that they could see that representation in the folks that were, you know, helping them to read and working on math and all kinds of different school subjects over the course of the summer. For one activity, the Washington and Lee students interviewed the kids about their alebrijes. Here's Jackie Thomas speaking with program participants Axel and Ezekiel. Axel was demonstrating with his fingers how far their alebrije, named Steve, could walk in a single step. This is his one of his feet, and this is how wide it can go. Oh my God, that's crazy. And even his eyes can see very good. Does he have night vision like owls? Yeah. Wow. What is the role that Steve has in the natural world? How do you help everything go well? ¿Cuál es el papel que Steve tiene en el mundo de naturaleza? ¿Cómo ayuda a que todas las cosas vayan bien? Twice a week during the three-week program, the kids also got swimming lessons at the Lexington City Pool, provided by the organization Friends of Rockbridge Swimming. And so over the course of the three-week program, working closely with Four Swimming, they, you know, they leaps and bounds in terms of comfort and, you know, moving into the deep end, jumping off even the diving board, many of them were able to get to that step. I asked a few students what was their favorite part of the program. Manny said, Doing capture the flag yesterday. Mm, yeah, we at least got one point. Jonathan, a rising eighth grader, liked dance, play games, talk, and laugh. We learn Italian, we learn how to improve our reading, writing, we learn science, oh, we learn like, a lot of USA history, things that I didn't know. The program concluded on Friday with the students leading their families out on the trails to find their alebrijes, each tucked into its own little habitat, and some guarded by other woodland critters. A big spider, bro. Oh my god, you scared spiders? I'm Randy B. Hagee. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. 
you can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs>